0: for talking to me, your host, Logan, and, uh, well, I'm upset, I, yeah, there's no other way to describe that, so, pretty much, if you guys didn't know, I kinda talked about it on my, uh, Facebook page, but, uh, I was gonna go to BransonCon 2020, and, uh, well, I, uh, I went to the thing, and I was recording every minute of the thing. like, I had hours upon hours of, like, audio recorded, I was, like, Recording compliments, and then I was, like, saying things, you know, about Branson Con, and then I was, you know, I, I saw Kevin Sorbo, and then I, I saw all these people, and I'm like, this is pretty cool, pretty cool, and then, well, I, uh, it finally becomes 1130, I don't know how many, it felt pretty long, because I was recording, and kind of just walking in the same two circles, yeah, because, you, you know, what am I going to do, am I just going to, because all you can do, pretty much, was go buy stuff, and then just get compliments, so, um, I was sitting there, and, uh, it finally turned 1130, and so I went on to the stage, not stage, whoa, whoa, I went into the, uh, theater, pardon me, and, uh, I was just in there, and apparently, uh, Jennifer Sehey was just finishing up, she's, I think a voice actor for, uh, Sailor Moon or something like that, I don't know, but, um, I, uh, was sitting there, and I was kind of just waiting, uh, because I didn't know, it was like around level 29, and then this woman kind of popped up on stage, not many people were in this room, and, uh, this woman kind of was like, hey, what's up, guys, we're about to do a raffle drawing, I'm like, yo, what, what, <laughs> I wasn't told about any raffle, and, um, so... And she goes, Oh, by the way, if you're uh, looking for uh, David Eddings VIP, come here, like to this guy right here. And the guy did a quick sweep and he's like, Oh, nobody, nobody, okay, 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 nobody. And so I'm like, Hold up, dude, hold up, dude. Raise my hand. And I shoot my hand straight into the sky. And I was just sitting there and I was like, Dude, I'm right over here. So I ended up walking to this guy. And uh I finally get noticed by the woman on the stage. She's like, Hey dude, wait, wait, there's this guy over here and I'm so I'm like, Oh hi But uh we uh We end up going to the back of this backstage and there's like two people already sitting on a couch. i don't know if you've ever been behind this stage of a Welk Resorts, but right behind it, I'm pretty positive there was like a, a drug lab. But there's like all these people they're like wearing these masks and uh like spray painting everything they see. It's really weird. It's not like uh, they were like spray painting walls, but they just you know. I'm losing track of the subject. We uh we start and we go behind like behind behind of the stage, and um, well it's just kinda, it just kind of it kind of turns from a drug lab to a hospital really really quickly. Like, the walls brighten up so quickly. The floor is made of, like, the hospital tile. There's signatures all over on the walls. I guess people who perform there, uh, but, yeah. And uh, I can't this room. There's just this, by the way, when I uh, bought the VIP package, I didn't know what David Eddings kind of looked like. And so, uh, <laughs> yeah, and so I kind of, I walk to, uh, where this lady is telling me to go, and, uh, I sit there, and I'm like, hey, what's up, and he's like, hi there, and I'm like, dude, he's awesome, he's awesome, so there's only, like, three or four people in this room, okay, he's sitting on, like, a piano bench, and then we're all sitting on couches, I guess, there was, like, three couches in this room, and so we all, like, took our separate couch, and, um, well, he, uh, nobody else kind of asked questions, I was, I was kind of the only one who was really asking questions, and so I was kind of like, hey, you mind if I, uh, mind if I record this, is this fine, and he's like, I mean, he didn't say no, so I, I kind of just did it, and, um, <laughs> I, uh, I had asked him some questions about his job, I'll be getting over these questions later, but... I was asking me, asking me, asking me, asking me, asking me, Sorry, it sounded really funny. But, um, I'll be talking about it later. But, uh, what, uh, crap, I'm getting off topic again. But finally, uh, after our 30-minute conversation, really, it was kind of him talking the whole entire time. Um, I, I don't know if you've ever met David Eddings. Probably not kind of just flexing on all of you. But uh he's a man of many words, for sure. You can ask the simplest question and he'll give you about a two hour spew about it. Uh that no disrespect to him at all. He's an amazing man. I thought he was hysterical and everything. But um we um he was <laughs> he's like at one point he's like, You guys are obviously not getting your money's worth and so he's like how about this, we can play video games anytime, I like you just I, and friend me on Facebook, I'll accept it, and then we can just sit there and talk and do this, and I'm like, what's going on? But, um, it had turn time where he was gonna be on stage, he was gonna be interviewed by a couple of people, I actually did not record this part, because it was kind of gonna be, it was technically against the rules, and so I was like, okay, I won't do anything, I'll just listen, so, he was, um, he was answering questions that, um, crap, I'm sorry, I forget what they're called, nerd, nerd, nerd something, I don't know, but, um, he sat there, and, uh, pretty much after the whole, um, him on stage, which was, like, three hours long, and, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna say anything. Um, it was amazing. He was talking about his life and everything. But um, he was uh, what you, he was uh, signing autographs. Pardon me. I keep on saying what do you call it all the time. I've just realized this. But uh, he was signing autographs, taking photos. Pardon me. And then, uh, what else did he do? Oh, yeah, but uh, that's that's pretty much it, but I got it all for free, and I got to cut the line, too, so that's pretty neat, and um, so I'm sitting there, I kind of chose a picture, he's like, which one of these pictures do you want, Logan, I was so, so happy, you don't know the joy I received, because he remembered my name, he forgot my name as soon as we I like entered the room, he it was like us three and I just he goes, What's your name? I go, My name's Logan. He goes, What's your name? These are the next people. And then he goes, Your name, your name. And then he goes to my name. He's like Justin. He goes, is that right? I go, no. He goes, here, let me give me give me one more guess. And he's like, uh Jay? and I'm Like it's, it's Logan, he's like, oh, sorry about that, Logan, I really am sorry about that, but, um, he, yeah, he remembered my name then, but, um, he was, asked me what did I want on there, and he's like, do you want, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, she's like, to Logan from your pal, Claptrap, and I was like, how about something like my podcast? And so I started talking about, about my podcast for a couple of seconds. Yeah, a couple of seconds. And uh, he was like, how about I enjoyed our awkward talk? And I'm like, that's holy grail. And uh, uh, so he uh, put that on the picture and I still got it in my room. I'm about to frame it because it's the coolest freaking thing I've ever seen in the world. But, uh, we were, yes, we ended up taking a photo, I'm trying to recall all of what happened at the same time, so, uh, we were, uh, taking a photo, and I was sitting here without my mask, I went as, like, Soldier 76, but, uh, I took off my mask, and I pretty much, I sat there with my hands behind my back, and or hands on my hip, I'm so sorry, And, uh, he was actually bowing down, holding a big old rose, and, like, bowing down to my greatness kind of thing, and, um, but, yeah, and, uh, it was pretty awesome. He ended up signing my name badge, just to say I bought the VIP, which he actually wanted that for a trade of him giving my email, like, getting my email, and then we, uh, talk about recordings, And so, I'm like, sure, you can have it. And so, what he does, he takes it, and he signs it a couple times, and then he goes, here you go. He goes, uh, I'll just get a new one. I'm like, alright, thank you. So, we exchange emails kind of thing, and I still gotta email him what I want on the podcast. Um, but, yeah, actually, message me, if you guys have an idea, because I don't. And, um, well... I'm dying, really, I am. I get it off track again! Oh yeah, and uh, the the real reason I have actually not put the audio on there is because my phone is a pain in my butt. It actually didn't record. I, it either didn't record or anything, or it deleted all of it straight off the face of the earth. And so... And I was a man about it. I only cried for about an hour, but uh, yeah, I'm getting a little teary-eyed now. I'm just talking about, just talking about. Oh, on this subject, straighten yourself out, man. But I'll go ahead and uh, just tell you pretty much what he was telling me about his background and everything. Um, before he was actually a voice actor, he actually uh, was a was a ma- magazine. Publisher. He worked for a magazine publisher. He uh, worked on a uh, diet magazine, and one of these magazines that nobody kn- pretty much knew about. But uh, what he said was, uh, he told his uh, chairman, pretty much made a bet with him, chairholder. Sorry, that uh, if he can do the impossible, that he would get a year off with pay. And the chairholder was like, "Sure, dude, just do it." And so, pretty much, he he did that. He made the impossible possible. And he got a year off with pay. For about a year, he lived on the, what I want to say, Caribbean islands. And I, I can be totally incorrect with this. Uh, I, that's what I want to say. Let's just, for, you know, story-wise, let's just say he lived on the Caribbean islands. And so, you sit in there. And, uh, he was getting paid this whole entire time, so he was pretty much on a vacation for a whole year and not losing any money whatsoever. And, uh, what you, oh yes, he was talking about the radio station. He was, he was still technically working for this publisher, okay, because he was getting paid for it. But, uh, he, actually, he was talking and he said that he hated, hated the radios over there because there was only, like, two radio stations on one of them was about like propaganda kind of thing and so but the only the other one was like you know music but um yeah he ended up uh going to that radio station and uh he what he said was i didn't come here for a job before you guys started thinking that i actually came here because uh your radio station sucks because yeah, like i can tell your ads are by the same exact people, like, talking, that, are like, are the same, I can't speak, oh my gosh! Ah, uh, the the ads were by the same exact people who was actually selling the product. Sorry, I was checking my elbow out. It feels like lizard butt. Oh, hey, would you love that? It looks like lizard butt. You know what? I really get off topic a lot, and i got to go get myself checked. I can't even remember what we were talking about. Ad sucked. I'd sucked pretty much, and he was like, "So I uh, that's all I came here, and I was asking if you would change everything completely. That would be pretty amazing." Now at that same exact time, he was complaining, but uh, pretty much, yeah, the boss was actually there at the same exact time, hearing his rant. I say rant, but it's pretty much complaining, which same exact thing, but he, uh, was sitting there, and, uh, the boss was like, hey, can you say that same exact thing over and over, like, over again, so I can hear your voice, and he, he was explaining that the newscaster was actually fired a week ago, like, from when he entered the building to complain, and he had offered him the job, I believe he took, uh, he shot it down the very first time, but then I believe he came back, and he was actually, uh, the newscaster, For about a year uh, in these islands. And uh, well, from then, after a year had passed, he actually flew back to America. And at the time, his sister's friends and sisters were dating a bunch of these guys. And uh, I say a bunch, but you know, these guys, okay. And yeah, you know, I don't know, guys aren't too important. They're, you know, just the creators of doom and quake nothing more you know nothing too important but he ended up becoming friends with these guys and i kid you not and he actually ended up helping uh help form i guess i don't know uh the very first mission of quake which was pretty cool that's pretty nice and really helps to have these friends i guess and then just kind of from then he uh, started getting friends he was saying that everyone who's making games like gearbox and all these companies they're all friends with each other they like all know each other if he was saying that if they have gray hair he knows them kind of thing so that's kind of funny but he actually uh he likes to consider himself an amateur voice actor which is pretty funny because uh you know he's claptrap it's a huge 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 deal if you've ever played borderlands but uh what he was saying was that he never got paid. And so that makes him an amateur voice actor. He actually got uh, what he was doing. Was he... Um, he was doing this for friends pretty much. He was recording all these voices for his friends. Now, if you were to actually listen to David Eddie's like, Claptrap voice, it sh- it doesn't sound like Claptrap. And that's that's the thing. Most of Claptrap's voice is actually uh, what do you, it's technologically mutated, I guess you would say, but pretty much is this high-pitched man, and then you just add robot voices, and, um, the really, really funny thing about, uh, Claptrap's robot voice is that, There's a reason that you'll never find Claptrap on the covers of Borderlands or anything. It's because that robot modifier is actually not copyrighted. It's kind of like Shutterstock, pretty much. It's not copyrighted, and so that anyone could use it. So pretty much anyone could sound like Claptrap if they wanted to. And I really hope 2K doesn't come after me. Or Gearbox, or any of those. But, yeah, yeah. So if you wanted, you could be clad-trapped to your own video game kind of thing. But yeah, that's pretty neat. I wonder how many times I'm going to say, but yeah, that's kind of neat. Stupid. Later on, he actually uh, started working for his own gaming company, like making his own gaming company. And uh, what he actually did was he was handed Bendy and the ink machine on a silver platter. Is the exact way he said that. He said that uh, he was kind of going through a tough time. He wasn't making too many video games that anybody really knew about. And he said that, um, well, said that one of his friends from another company, I think it's called Rooster Teeth Games. I believe that's the name of the company. They kind of was like, hey, do you want this game? And he was like, sure. And so that actually, the game fed David Eddings and his family for three years, is what he said. Which is pretty cool. I mean, it's why it pays off to have pretty good friends, you know? And so now we have current David Eddings, which is... From the way I kind of took it from him, he actually doesn't... It seems... He's a different person than what he shows. He It seems like... He actually doesn't like being mentioned as Claptrap, because I think he feels like that's the only thing people know him as, which is kind of understandable why he can be upset by that. But it seems like he wants his gaming company to be known more than just Claptrap. So, but, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I can understand where this guy is coming from but, um, he's a, he's a, you know, a great guy, great guy, he's really funny, and, uh, but, yeah, yeah, I think we're gonna wrap this episode to a close, thank you all for very listening, very, thank you for very listening, thank you all for listening, you are very kind, with, I've said this before, in multiple episodes, without you, I wouldn't have the will to live, and you guys think I'm kidding, if you guys can find me on uh, Facebook at Logan Simmons, and then you can find me on Snapchat as Logan Simmons Pods, just one thing. And, uh, but, yeah, and now you're about to hear an ad about using the same exact thing I use for making podcasts. But, uh, yeah, you see you guys next time.